You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business. The podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. This episode is supported by the wonderful creators of Gratitude Plus app, the app that helps you cultivate a daily practice of gratitude. What are you grateful for today? You can download the app now at the App Store or by visiting gratitudeplusapp.com forward slash style of business. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in for another wonderful episode of SOB Style of Business, the podcast. This is your host, Keetra, and today I have... Somebody that is like a like-minded individual, I'm already excited about this one. Um, For some of you guys who know, I have a PR uh, publicity background and all that other good stuff. And I'm actually speaking with somebody who has a similar background. And she's going to be coming in and sharing with us little tidbits of information that she has learned in her career and the things that she's working on, um, all types of good things in in terms of marketing. So if you guys have any products and services that you're pushing right now, you definitely want to tune in for this conversation. It's going to be good. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. I'm already clapping. I'm speaking to Simone McDowell. What's up, Simone? How are you doing? She is a public relations professional. And like I said earlier, she's just going to be jumping in and having a conversation in regards to marketing, (laughs) communication, and content creation. All right, let's do it. I love your excitement. It's making me even more excited. Hey, let's let's do it, girl. I I try to stay I try to stay excited. So 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 that's great. So that's great. All right, so let me step back. I'll let you give us an introduction and then we're gonna we'll roll through. Okay. So I um, have been in the PR industry for about a little less than two decades, Um, and it's interesting the changes that PR has made since, you know, me deciding that I wanted to do PR, Um, but I've done a lot of different types of PR, and I've worked in a lot of different industries, Um, so I've worked in pretty much all of the industries imaginable. I've done nonprofit, agency, government, healthcare, um, higher ed. And so in those roles, you know, it's, it's, it's not just media relations, you know, it, it runs the gamut of what PR is, which I'm sure we'll, we'll get into all of the details of that. Um, but I've, I've enjoyed every uh, moment, you know, I've enjoyed every job that I've had. Um, I've been able to learn, but also give back. And um, it's just been fun. It, it's nice when you can find something that you actually enjoy doing um, for your work. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I'm with you on that. I mean, I, I, I cannot wait till we get into the actual industries because there's some that are a little bit boring when it, when it comes to uh, structuring stories, but you have the other, you know, other brands and, you know, different sectors of, or different industries rather that are a little bit more uh, exciting. Um, so, yeah, so, so we'll get into that, but I guess um, let's start by talking a little bit about marketing marketing and communications. Basically, um, just give us a little blurb on what that entails. Uh, if you want to be general, that's that's fine as well, because I know sometimes yeah. when people say marketing and communications, um, you have no idea what that is. You know, there's so many things that, that go on in that. I agree. I agree. Um, I would say, you know, for PR and communications, when they're kind of coupled together, I think of just being able to protect, enhance, and build um, your organization's uh, 
brand, reputation, um, through different outlets. So whether that's social media, through traditional media, um, through um, community, you know, whether you're doing community events or you're working with um, community members. Um, it's just that way that people hear about whatever the name of your organization is and knows it, but also can resonate with it, whether it's through the products or through the mission. Right. Good stuff. All right. And let's 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 get into your career. Um, I know you've been in PR for a while and there's different areas of specialization and interest areas. So let's start with just kind of discussing where you started and where you are now. Well, um, it's so funny. This, this, the way that I got into PR is I knew that I wanted to be in communications in some way. Um, I think I initially was like, oh, I'm going to be a writer, you know, because I love to write. But then the thought of just being at my desk solo, kind of just writing, um, really wasn't appeasing to me for 24-7. Yeah. And so I remember um, being the, the nerd that I am, uh, <laughs> went to our career center, you know, <laughs> went to our career center at college, and I was like, you know, I need to talk to somebody, kind of figure this out, and um, I looked at our, because um, this is how old it, it was, I went to like a, it was like a bulletin board of all of our uh, internships, notices, and all of this. And I remember seeing a PR internship, and I was like, read the description, and I was like, this is what I want to do. And I was like, okay. And that's the, you know, trajectory that I went on since then. You know, I started at that internship, continued to have a few more internships after that, decided to make it my major um, officially, you know, after doing my, like, main classes. And um, even went back and got my master's in management and the focus on PR. Um, and so that's kind of, you know, the beginning of it, of how I even knew that's what I wanted to do. And um, I just started working, you know, looking at different types of PR, um, what types of industries that I wanted to be in. And I think as my career grew and changed, I, I kind of felt like I didn't want to be stuck in, you know, for lack of a better word, a particular industry, Um, because I have so many different passions and I have so many different things that I enjoy that I wanted to be able to lend my skills to all of those things. Um, You know, I I love being able to work with an organization that has a, a mission that gives back to the community and that has some kind of tangible results. And so that's what kind of put me in, you know, nonprofit world for, you know, over eight years. Um, then I wanted to kind of explore a little bit more entertainment, you know, and so yeah. I started working for a television network. And so it just kind of, you know, depended on um, me having the passion for the industry, basically. Whatever industry that was, I needed to be able to have the passion to be able to promote them. And so that's how I got into different industries. And I think also with the connections that I made, there were individuals that saw that and they kind of wanted me to, (laughs) you know, come and and chat with them and help their organization and kind of, you know, allow me to continue to grow with them as well. So, so that's, that's kind of where all the industries came from. And I don't think, you know, anyone listening, I don't think, you know, it's a detriment to be able to have those different types 
of industries and your background. I've wondered that for a while, and I think there's always the case that you can bring something new to the table yeah. to someone that, you know, or an organization, because you're coming with a new perspective. You know, everyone might be thinking, oh, well, I know about this. This is healthcare. This is my beat. This is my thing. But someone coming from a television network or someone coming from, um, you know, any other industry, maybe a for-profit, and then they're coming in to that as a new perspective, a new set of eyes, a new way of looking at things. And I always think that's, that's good to kind of shake things up as well. Yeah, and I'm actually glad that you mentioned that because I know, like, with my own experience, the biggest thing is when you have those projects that are a different angle from what you're used to working on, there's, you feel like there's always this learning curve, you know. So, say, for instance, my background, I know you mentioned entertainment, and then maybe you get something that is more healthcare-based, you know. So, it's it's speak, speak to us a bit about how you're able to take your skill set and, you know, you, the foundation of what you know as a, a PR professional and really just have those different skill sets run across the board to where it doesn't intimidate you. Like, so you've, you've done entertainment, you've done healthcare. There's been other areas of expertise as well. So how are you able yeah. to really take those skills and capitalize off of them? Well, I think um, one of the key things in PR is you, you, you have certain skills that are your foundational skills that I feel like can translate to different industries. Um, but one key piece that I think is more of a soft skill than a hard skill is being able to connect and cultivate your relationships. Mm. And I think that has actually helped me along the way because I'm, I'm willing to ask those questions. Yeah. I'm willing to, you know, figure it out. I love to read going back to my nerd reference, but um, I love, you know, the, the research and reading about an industry, and like I said before, I still have to have a passion for the industry, so maybe I volunteered, maybe I've read something about them, maybe it's just an organization I follow, so there's still that passion that I have for them, even if I hadn't worked for them, and so then when I get the opportunity to work for them, that allows me to let that creativity and passion that I had as just an individual be able to flourish within the organization. And so I think it's key to, you know, be able to work with individuals that you feel comfortable asking questions, you know, of um, shadowing, you know, um, but learning all you can book-wise beforehand because there's nothing like being, um, there, you know, yeah. nothing like being in action. It's kind of like college, you know. We 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 read all the textbooks, but then we have to go out in real life and actually do the work, you know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's true. You have to have the experience. And and speaking of experience, now when you I know you started out, you know, you did the bulletin board, and that kind of gave you an end on what you wanted to do. Like, what? Who did? Who was, like, the go-to person? Because, you know, like, when you're an athlete, you maybe aspire to be the next Serena Williams or, or whoever it is, right? Um, but, when it, yeah. but when it comes to PR, like, these these little specialized areas, did you have anybody that you looked to or anybody that guided you to kind of help you to, you know, hone your craft? Well, um, I'll, I loved um, Terry Williams. You know, she's a PR maven from back in the day and she actually she wrote a book um it wasn't it wasn't on pr and i can't think of the name of it right now but um 
it was just about almost like treat how you treat people kind of thing. Um, but she she created like this whole brand, you know, she had all these she was like a PR powerhouse basically. Um, and she had like an all star, you know, client roster and all of all of these things. So I always you know, I always felt like I looked up to her and like the way that she handled herself and her um you know, her agency, because she had her own agency. Um, and then um, I'm from the DMV area, and there was a PR pro who's now since passed away, Ophield Dukes, and he ran Beepers in the D.C. area, um, which is Black Public, Public Relations Society. And um, I just thought there were just those individuals that I kind of looked up to, um, African-American doing the same thing I was doing. And um, I just felt like, okay, you know, I have someone, you know, to kind of look up to that, that has that kind of feel. You know, there's a certain way that I knew that I wanted my career to go and be and how I wanted to be in the industry. Yeah. And I felt like they represented the industry well. And I think along the way, I've met so many other individuals, too, and just whether it's a reason, a season, you know, have held me along in my career. It could be a random conversation, an elevator. Um, it could be mentorship for years. So I would say those two, but I think there's definitely been people along the way as well. Awesome. Good, good, good stuff. All right. Let's 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 talk about public relations in terms of what what is it, like what that is. Um, and I also want to go into basically the benefit of it because I know a lot of times when it comes to PR, a lot of people say that they need it, they want it, but they really don't understand the purpose of it, how it benefits a company, and then how to really capitalize off of, you know, a, a, a PR campaign, so to speak. So if you'll, let's, let's talk about that a bit, and then we'll, we'll move yeah. on from there. I think, um, I think a lot of people, you know, I think maybe it's changing a little bit now. I'm not even sure. But um, I think when people think they hear the word public relations, um, they they have a very simplistic view of it. You know, like, oh, PR, public relations, just, you know, dealing with the public. Yeah. And while that's a part of it, that, that just doesn't really give the whole industry, the whole area justice, you know. Um, I also think, you know, if, if you can kind of remember back to Samantha and Sex in the City, you know, people think like, oh, it's this kind of sexy, you know, job where you're just always enjoying yourself and hanging out and doing, you know, going to and doing fabulous events. Yeah. And um, it's not always that either. I think it's, it can be a mix of all those things, but I think um, for me, being a good PR person is being behind the scenes. You know, I'm the person that, you know, allows, you know, this giving the talking points to this person or, you know, allowing other people that I may have written for or doing the event for to shine. So it's me kind of, you know, being that background, making sure everything goes smoothly. Um, everyone's kind of on the X marks the spot. The timeline is going, you know, to the T. Um, everyone knows where they're going, what they're saying. Um, and it's on point. So yeah. I kind of feel like that's, that's the, 
that's what I think of. Um, and I think that's what people want, ideally. Um, I think that there have been so, so many individuals that say they can do PR, um, and they may have an idea of it or a certain aspect of it that they can do. But um, I think it's always good to be able to get a well-rounded PR person that can kind of do the crossing the T's and dotting the I's. And unless, you know, you want it for a particular thing. If you want an event planner, you know, or a PR person that does events, then great. But then you can't expect them to or don't be surprised if they can't do the other aspects of PR. Right, yeah. You know, like crisis communication or um you know, have your reputation managed or, um, you know, doing the community, you know, side of things um, because there are so many different aspects of it. And it's, it's, it's not just writing a press release and it's also just not throwing out, you know, the word brand every three minutes. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, Preach, 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 <laughs> preach on that. Hey, you know what? That that was you have just led us right into this next section, which is uh, Brandy. <laughs> so it's you know we need to talk about we have to talk about this stuff. You know, a lot of times there's uh, things that you know, it's, especially when it comes to the things that we don't know. You know, so we just kind of follow in with what everybody else saying. Brand positioning is what does it mean to have? What's your brand voice? What does it mean to? to um, have a brand. And to me, that that's part of the, the storytelling aspect that the PR campaign should kind of, you know, stem from Because you have to understand your brand in order to present the story, right? So, I agree. So I love that you said, you know, hey, just don't say, you know, branding, because that's that's what, that's big right now. So since you yeah. brought it up, I'm going to oh, put this on you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting this on you, Simone. <laughs> since you brought this up, let's, um, let's talk about branding for a bit. How important is brand positioning? Um, and just back to what you were mentioning, too, like that PR is not just branding. So just give us the rundown on whatever you have to offer. Okay. Well, I think, you know, branding is people knowing who you are, supporting your organization or your product or yourself if you're you know you consider yourself the, the brand um and I think you know it's one of those words that's really gotten very popularized um I think back in the day we didn't even know we were creating a brand you know if it was an individual you know yeah. the brand to me is what an individual is and does and I feel like the 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 personality, the person kind of comes first, you know, and then the brand is just there. Now I think people are creating the brand mm. and then the person's there. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you know, you want to actually be a person, some people, the brand is all that matters, you know. Um, there's so many people that look a certain way doing a certain thing, but maybe that's not really who they are. Maybe we're surprised when you get a glimpse behind the curtain, Yeah, you know? Um, and I think that could be, I don't know how you can, it's just a dual world that's just very interesting. Um, but for organizations that are actually kind of, you know, creating it in a way where, you know, it's very much more structured and like uh, streamlined, you know, um, I think like with, you know, definitely big products. Like, you know, they've they've gone through this 
process of trying to figure out, okay, this is my target audience. Um, knowing that, knowing that target audience, how am I going to get my product to them? And that's knowing their demographics and knowing, you know, where, and that includes like age, race, where they shop, all those things. So then they get their brand whether that's their product or whatever, or have an experience with their product at wherever these individuals are. So I think it's also placement of where they are. I think it's um, wording, you know, making sure your message is on point to your target audience. And I think um, there's so many other pieces that I think help to, to create the brand for the individual. Then that creates a... Um, a loyal customer. Yeah. So a lot of times people are going to be more loyal to a brand or individual that they feel that they can trust, regardless of the new product that might come out, the price. Um, and I think sometimes that is connected to what we call influencers. Um, because if there's an influencer that's promoting a brand, then that might be the connection. But I think, you know, that old school way was much more putting all the different pieces together for the person to then have an experience with the brand. And now it's kind of shifting where a lot of times it's an individual pushing a brand or pushing themselves um, for a certain group of people that may or may not be actually who they are, you know? so, so that's, it's, it's kind of, it's an interesting kind of dynamic and it can be a little confusing, but that's kind of my, my take on branding. I feel like there's that traditional branding and then there's this like new age right. influencer kind of piece too. Yeah, I, I totally agree. The new age to me means, you know, branding, which, which the consumer, the consumer, right? So the, yeah, the consumer dollars that really... To me, it kind of dictates what the brand will look like, maybe, you know, some something, you know, so I think that they customize it to fit whatever the brand experience is to be so that they can, you know, market to those customers. So anyway, we, we could be on the line for, we'll have to talk about that. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that later because I'm, I'm doing some internal thinking and we have this podcast going. So let me step off yeah. of that and let me get back to uh, the next thing that I want to talk about with you is, is entrepreneurship. Cause I know that you have done consulting as well. Um, so I want to kind of pick your brain a bit on, you know, what other things do you enjoy in regards to the, the PR, you know, cause I know there's a storytelling component. You're helping people to share their stories. Um, you mentioned your experience in nonprofit. So I'd like to learn a little bit more about, you know, what you enjoy most about your career and then um, also tell us what defines success for you. There's so many different things that I like. I'd say overall what I like, but then also what inspires me is the impact um, that it will have on others, you know, whatever I'm doing in PR, whether that is the media relations and getting someone's story out about, you know, how they now are a new homeowner or now, you know, because I've worked in so many industries, it's been interesting to talk to people that are, you know, heart survivors, you know, or stroke survivors, you know, kind of getting that human interest story out to people because I think um, I I do love backing up my information with statistics, yeah. but I think when, when reaching out to individuals, 
they're going to see themselves in some stories where they might not see themselves in a statistic. But while those things are very important, it's what's going to connect with the person that we're trying to reach to be able to make them allow them to make a decision to do something different, whether that's check their blood pressure or take a financial class. Um, so I say, you know, media relations is a part of that. But I think also that community relations, I think it's, um, you know, blasting it out on social media once the story runs. So I think there's just so many different pieces, um, you know, that I enjoy. Um, and I also think, you know, it inspires me to see the, the, the story come out, the action around what people that have read something or seen something or saw something posted um, take from that. And, and hopefully the hope that they have around some of our projects and messaging and want to be able to help us to continue to do those kinds of things with, with new individuals and existing clients too. That is perfect. And speaking of just kind of working with the different clients, what what has been the most challenging for you, you know, in terms of your career when you're putting together these campaigns? I think the most challenging thing is um, not being able to get the information that you need. Um, and I think sometimes that, that for me connects with maybe um, crisis communication. You know, maybe there's a story that someone in the organization doesn't want to tell you know, whatever that may be, and not being able to get that information or it taking a long time to get that information when, you know, when there's a crisis or there's something going on, time is of the essence. So I would say that's probably been um, the most challenging. Um, And I think just overall, for me, what's challenging um, is, is people not really getting what PR is, people not really getting what public relations is, or not really um, giving it, for lack of a better phrase, the respect that it deserves. I think because people see it around so much or people talk about doing it so much that maybe don't have the theories and the schooling and the, even if it's the school of hard knocks, you know, like yeah, just yeah. certain you know, things that you've done to be able to build your credibility to be able to do it. Um, I think that kind of hurts the reputation of the industry um, when people kind of come across someone that really didn't back out what they said they can do, but they they said they could, you know, pull in all these people or, you know, do all this stuff. So I think that that's a challenge and and something that I, I just think that's a challenge overall for our industry the industry that's perfect well we are certainly glad to have had you to come in and clarify and clean up some of the some of the uh the the verbiage around you know pr in general because there's so many different components of it with the you know publicity and then the press release which are actually tools you know but a lot of people would think that you know perhaps a press release is the main part of a pr but mm-hmm. you know and like you said i've had plenty of people say oh let's let's do a press release on it <laughs> right you know, yeah like, well, what, what does that mean, though? What, what, where is this going to go? What, is this newsworthy? You know, we, exactly. we can talk all yeah. day on this on this stuff but oh I mean, my goodness yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah well I you, you know what we, we'll have to plan we'll have to plan a part two here in a bit but um I'll tell you what let's yeah. before you leave I want you to maybe there's an aspiring PR professional that's listening um or anybody else is just interested in learning more about this industry can you leave us with some words of encouragement 
Yes. Um, don't ever let anyone say that you can't do what you want to do. Um, you are capable of doing anything that you want to do. And the only thing is that you have to know it for yourself because there's a lot of individuals out here that um, may not have the best intentions for you to be able to reach your goals. Um, but as long as you have that within yourself, um, that's really what matters most. Um, and if anybody's interested in reaching out to me, I am on LinkedIn, and it's under my name, Simone McDowell. And just say that you um, caught my podcast and on SOB, and um, feel free to reach out. I'm, I'm happy to connect and answer any additional PR questions for you. Um, and I do... Uh, post pretty regularly every week or two I'll put something up about leadership or about public relations branding all that good stuff so it's a good resource as well so and thank you so much for having me absolutely it has been a joy yeah definitely definitely we will definitely have to have you back and uh, also just to for the audience too I know you mentioned we can reach you on LinkedIn are you also taking any projects are you doing some side consult consulting um, any, any, um, anything else that I'm you want to always, yeah, I always say I'm open to, um, what types of projects? Yeah. Opportunities. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And, um, you know, with all the different industries I've been in, um, I could pretty much do any type of project. Um, I love the writing aspect of PR. Um, so, you know, that would kind of be a fun thing to be able to work on. Um, but I'm open, you know, so if there's someone listening that has a project that they're looking for someone for, would love to have an exploratory call, um, and we can go from there. And my email is my first name and last name at gmail.com if anybody wants to reach out. All right, perfect, guys. So news that you all can use. Simone, it has been wonderful having you on the podcast. We definitely enjoyed speaking to you and the information that you shared. So. We will be catching up with you soon. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.